Welcome to the Draw Shops Get Genius Podcast, where we talk to today's business influencers to pick their brain and pull out their genius. It's time to get genius. Hello, geniuses. I hope you're enjoying the fall wherever you are. Today's guest is Jeff Moore, and Jeff is the president of two companies, International Pacific Seafoods and Wild Things Seafood. He is also a trusted advisor to distributors, chain restaurant operators, as well as various industry professionals. He's He runs a company that uh, is it's about a $35 million per year seafood business, and he's a fourth-generation food entrepreneur. And what's really interesting is that we talk about how it's not really about the seafood at all. And it's, it's a really important message. What we cover in this interview is how Jeff works with his clients, his, his really unique approach to customer relations and what, what value really means. And we also talk about questions and the importance of questions. And he's going to reveal five questions. There are about five questions that can pretty much change the scope of how you're looking at your, your company and how you're running your business and just completely shift it and, and give you those aha moments and really big eye openers. But we don't talk just about that. We also talk about his beautiful wife, Doreen, who he's an extreme supporter of. And when you listen to the interview, you'll understand why she's, she's been an academic college prep counselor for about 26 years. And she's now got a private practice called College Prep Roadmap. And what it is, and I found this extremely, extremely valuable is she, she coaches students and parents on, on the future of college and getting prepared and what their focus is going to be and what the financial aspect is going to look like and what the experience that they really want to have. And she, she has this amazing approach in how she connects with her clients that I thought was really important for any entrepreneur, any business owner to hear because essentially it's, it's all marketing, right? It's all about how you're, how you're connecting with your, with your client, with your customer, with your audience. And, uh, so it was really important to hear that. Plus I know a lot of us entrepreneurs and a lot of us listeners have children that are about to head off onto that journey and it's, it can be overwhelming. So whether it's, you know, 10 years from now, whether it's four years from now, or whether it's happening now, it's, it's a really cool, um, contact for you to have. So I hope you enjoy this interview. There's umpteen takeaways from it and we'll have links to everything we talk about and with that enjoy hello jeff hey summer how are you great i am so excited you are one of my favorite people in the world Whoa. so uh, it was always good when i see you at an event or whatever i'm just like look at that smile god dang <laughs> uh-huh. everything's okay <laughs> well you give the best hugs i will say that <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> You're always smiling too. You're always happy. There's always something really exciting and you always have so much knowledge and a new story to offer. There's always like yeah. a light bulb that, that goes off that you share and I really appreciate that. So that's Thank you. one of the big reasons why I said he's got to be on the podcast because um, you have a wealth of knowledge and I'm sure we won't be able to get to all of it, but we can at least get to the good stuff. Oh, wow. Well, it's, it's funny. You know, I, I was at a seafood or a a food show last week a trade show and a bunch of the vendors weren't in the booth with me like a crab guy and a 
trout guy and all these different <laughs> things. And, and so I would just like talk on their behalf Yeah. and they would show up and they'd go, dude, like, you know, like, you know this stuff. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And the customer's like, you're not the trout guy. And I'm like, no, but I did stay at a holiday Inn express last night. You know, <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> I love it. So yeah, my, my knowledge is very narrow. <laughs> well, you know, so you've got, let's, let's kind of jump into that first. Speaking of seafood, you, you've got this company that's, am I right when I say this doing over $30 million in sales? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's and which is funny because my competitors, you know, I've got competitors out there that are doing over a billion dollars in sales. Yeah. You know, and so um, so while thirty million sounds like a lot in the scope of things and it's keep me very busy, thirty million is uh, a drop in the proverbial ocean, if you will. Yeah. Uh, for what it is, but it but we have some great customers like Cheesecake Factory uh, is a huge customer of ours. We've had for 17 years. Uh, BJ's restaurants uh, out here. There's California Fish Grill and there's Lazy Dog and, and I mean the the list is long. Uh, House of Blues is another one of ours. So got some great relationships with these guys. It's like I'm doing business with my friends every single day. Right. So so how how did you make these relationships? How did you grow the business to what it is today? You know, I'm going to tell you that it's a it's a constant evolution. But uh, my mentor and dear friend Jay Abraham talks about you know an obligation. You know, if you if you truly believe what you have is a value to your customers, then you have a or clients as he calls them, you have a moral obligation to serve them in every way possible. And what I did is I kind of repurposed that conversation because Summer, I'm fourth generation food service in Southern California, so it's mm-hmm. not like just seafood. My father has run and founded major distributors, and uh, he just retired. My grandfather was the uh, owned the Pepsi Cola bottling company. Was actually given the the franchise back in the, the late thirties yeah, out of a that. chance a chance conversation. You know, talk about relationships yeah, yeah. being in the right place. And then my great grandfather owned Huntington Beach Ice, and so where they made like Lime Ricky and all the different soda back then. And yeah. so we've been around, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I, I proudly say that I, I think I'm one degree of separation from anybody in the food service business. Yeah. So, um, we've developed that. And I think that that relation, the relationships that I have, and, and it's kind of a cool segue because this really optimizes in any industry. It's about being preeminent and it's preeminent starts with an obligation. And this is where I've been with my customers, whether it's distributors like Cisco or us foods or shamrock or any, anybody, and with the operators, like we discussed earlier, is it starts with an obligation. And my obligation is to present options, opportunities, and offers on everything they do, whether it's my seafood or not. I've had a lot of people go, hey, do you know anybody in this particular, you know, to get me a sauce? Or do you have somebody that can get me some, you know, some ground beef, you know, or some chicken? And it's like, yeah, I know a guy. I yeah. got a guy, you know. And it's not me. Even the seafood side of it, it's like, yeah, I don't do that, but let me do that. I had one distributor call me up and, and have me drive all the way to the Central Coast to Pismo Beach to meet with a, a restaurant group to talk about crab. <laughs> now, I'm not selling the crab, right? but I was able to go up there and give – this is a, a brand-new restaurant, and crab is their featured item. And this is about the worst time in the history of crab 
just do anything with crap just because the biomass is down, yeah. prices are high, certain certain species aren't even going to open seasons. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to go up there. And they go, well, you're not the guy selling it. So, that's, so they think I'm really cool because I'm going up there and not selling it. But I think that it would have been inelegant if the crab guy went up there and told them their life's about to end. You know, yeah. I'm able to go up there and help them with solutions and be totally transparent because I'm not the guy. And so, you know, I'm the guy because I'm not the guy. Right. And that's really the relationships that I've built with people. They can trust that call me. I mean, Chet Holmes, the late, great Chet Holmes used to say the ultimate strategic position is to be the go-to guy for education and information. Yeah. If, if you're going to be that, you can't put a lot of filters up. Oh, well, you're not talking to the right guy. You got to call this guy. I mean, I just want them to say one phone call, you yes. know, and that's it. And so that's what we've really done and developed. That there, there's so much to to take away from that. I'm guessing that this is what led to you coaching and consulting other businesses because of what you've done. You've done with your your own. Yeah, it, it has. And you know, a good friend of mine just published a book, uh, Brett Campbell. Uh, published a book called Right Now. And I've been with that journey with him the whole way. And Brett has really challenged me. He said, you know, he goes, the first step, Jeff, to find out what your true purpose in life is, what could you do for free for the rest of your life? Mm. You know, what do you love so much that you can do for free for the rest of your life? And he goes, you've been doing that. He goes, goes, the second step is charging for it. (laughs) And so, you know, Brett was prompting me to do it. I've got uh, my mastermind group that uh, you know about that maybe the listeners don't. We have a mastermind group that started with four people back in 2010 called Thursday Night Boardroom. Now there's 625 members in 24 countries interacting on Facebook. And, you know, I do that for free. And everybody's like, oh, you should be charging. You should be charging. It's like, I love it so much. I do it for free. But Brett Campbell and a lady by the name of Edie Zhang, I don't know if you've ever heard of her. She's like the coach's coach. And she's just this real energy person. She really helped me get into a mindset of let's start charging for this. And what was cool about that summer is, I'm charging for that for people that are outside this industry, Yeah, which makes me more confident within my own day job to be able to say, you know what? I don't have all the answers, but I certainly have a lot of questions <laughs> and through those questions, you know, just like when you sit down, like you and you and Eric sit down at the draw shop with a client, yeah. you don't just start telling them what to do. There's a crap load of questions that exactly. you're asking and you frame the story that's going to go on that whiteboard through those questions, exactly. you know, and I think that through those questions, questions reveal so much, oh, you know, absolutely. and it, it just, and, and when you ask them strategically, they really reveal something about the customer or the client that they didn't know about themselves. And so like you and I had talked about, you know, if, if there's kind of a thing that I have, a, a, a unique ability is, as our friend Dan Sullivan would say, mm. is I have, I have a, a, a very keen sense about helping somebody tell their or telling a person's story better than they can to themselves. Yeah. And when I do that, I've become not only their trusted advisor, their go-to person, but even in that conversation, we've just elevated who they are as a human being. And so we, they leave the conversation like, Oh my God, I I do all that. And this, well, yes, you do. And so now all of a sudden they have this new realization through this series of questions that they do. And you know, it's it's it, it it's really really one of the things that empowers me and inspires me, as you can hear in my voice. Yeah. So much so that on the back of my business card, I have the five questions we ask every customer 
on the back of my business card, and, and I think I've got, I don't even know if I've had it in here, but I, I've got it in my briefcase, but there are five questions, five questions, and it's if you can drill these down this strategically, 73% of the time when we ask these questions in their entirety, we find the customer's not using the best available option for their application. Oh. And over the last seven years, we've saved the restaurant operator $3.5 million in annual food costs by asking these questions. And Summer, these questions have nothing to do with seafood. See, that's what's so incredible. Right. And, and so 2014, I get a phone call. I'm the seafood guy, right? Or, or you would think. And I get a call from Certified Angus Beef, which is the, which is the preeminent marketing arm for premium beef. You know, if you see CAB or Certified Angus on restaurants and, you know, they, they feature this stuff. I was their final keynote speaker at the Certified Angus Beef Specialist Conference talking about these questions on the back of the card. Mm-hmm. When, you know, I, I uh, speak on stage in, in, you know, kind of an online marketing capacity and a sales capacity. And no matter what industry it is, we talk about these questions on the back of the card and the magic of being able to do it. I was talking to David Bach a few years ago at a Brendan Bouchard event. And he sees the back of my card and he goes, oh, my God. And I'm like, what's the matter? He goes, this is genius. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I don't, I don't know from that word at all, right? You know, it's like, it, that's so not me. I get uncomfortable with that. And, and he, goes, he goes, I have seven questions I ask every single one of my clients. And I was just like, I go, okay. He goes, can I put them on the back of my card? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know, Joe Polish is like, you should have charged him for that, you idiot. And I was just like, what? <laughs> Can you give us some of those questions? I know our listeners are going, what are the questions? What are the questions? Well, it's, and and seriously, think about this like in any type of capacity. So the five questions are, the first question is, what are you using now? Like, what do you, you know, for us, like, what is that species of fish? What is the label? What's the origin? What's the size? What's the cut? You know, all these different things. So what are you doing now? Right. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine when somebody calls you up and says, hey, we need to help on marketing. Your first question is, what are you doing now? Yes. Right? And then the second question, which is the one that really, really has the most impact, is what are you doing with it? This is where we really save millions of dollars for the customer. Because for us, like if somebody says, hey, I want an eight-ounce mahi-mahi, it's like, what are you doing with it? Well, for lunch, we cut it in half. And you know, and then sometimes we'll strip it for tacos or whatever. And I'm able to say, well, why not just use two four-ounce pieces and stack it and things and save them like 80 cents a pound or whatever? You know, there's just because we're able to find out what they do with it. And so you ask, you know, if we put this in the marketing, you know, what are you doing now? Now, what are you doing? How are you delivering that marketing? Mm-hmm. You know, how are you doing? And then and then the third question is, how much of it are you using in a, in a you know, what's your quantity or volume in a week or a month? For us, for me, it's important because seafood's the last hunted food of man, yeah. right? And so you don't go out and plant, you know, a field of swordfish. <laughs> you know, it's got to be caught, right? And so, so it's hunted food. And so, if all of a sudden it's a shortened, shorting, you know, a short market, like we were talking about crab earlier, and somebody comes up and says, "I need ten thousand pounds a week of crab," it's like you and you know everybody else. Yeah. You're not going to get it. So we are able to give them better solutions at that point. Okay. You know, hey, maybe crab is going to be on your menu, but it's not going to be as demonstrative as far as the offering, as far as what you're going to, you know, how it's served, the volumes it's served. The fourth question is, where are you getting it now? Who are you working with now? You know, 
when you're in the, you know, when you talk about being, you know, you say, Hey, you know, kind of weird, the whiteboard storyteller, it's like, no, you're the whiteboard storyteller because anybody can go to a freaking Fiverr, do any of that kind of crap exactly. and get it. And it just, it's so the nuance and the, the individual critical impact that what the draw shop does versus anybody that's just kind of that canned process, the conversion rates higher. You've got, you know, literally, you know, you've got a story to tell about how the draw shop provides greater conversions based on, on all of the algorithms that you use in the actual art and the delivery of the story. And so, you know, that if somebody's using somebody else, you know what that thing is that, that you're going to deliver to them and talk to them about that's going to, can identify and recognize your superior value in this right. situation through the customer's eyes, right? Yeah. And then the last thing is, you know, we ask it because if you don't ask, you don't get. What are you paying for it? Yeah. What do you put it in? So they'll go, I don't, you know, hey, you want to hold your cards close to the vest? Great. But you know what? The best way I can do right now is if all of a sudden you're telling me you're selling, you buy Red Snapper for $1.75 a pound, that was Pollock before it went into the freaking you know, processing plant yeah. and went through some kind of, you know, glazing machine and got boxed up as something called red snapper. And it's an illegal fish, you know, right. it's an illegal labeling, you know? And so we'll know based on what they're paying for it, you know, just like, you know, you know, exactly. what, what, what is. Okay. So we had a brief little pause there, something going on with the internet, but we were talking about those questions that you ask businesses and, you know, as you know, in our process, we do the same type thing. It's, What's so crazy is that they're very simple questions and yet they're so eye-opening because they're things you should just know about your business. You know, like we'll ask a client, um, what is it that your audience might be skeptical about? You know, it's like, oh, oh, right. And what is it, right. what is the value in what you're offering? Why, why would they be standing in line waiting to get this? Oh, I never thought of it that way, you know, and it's right. so funny because this is their business. What do you think it is that people get stuck and they just don't think about that? Because once they, once they actually open their eyes to those questions, things shift dramatically. Yes. Yeah, they do. And, and you know, those questions also, they can be uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> one of my quote unquote secret clients has a questionnaire that has a lot of uncomfortable questions in it. Yeah. And I said, you know, it's almost like we need to have a concierge that walks them through those questions, some kind of a guide that helps them understand that these are uncomfortable questions when you don't know the answer or you do, you know, and it's about your business, right. but it's okay. And so let me help you frame this. So, you know, we can do that. And I think you and Eric do it more, you know, tactile, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, you know, you're not leaving it to somebody's, you know, oh my God, you know, I'm going to answer something that I don't know. Yeah. And you help guide them through. And I think that that's really important. And, and for me too, you know, it's those questions, by the way, Jim Rohn says something great. He says, you know, what's easy to do is also easy not to do. Yes. And people that. see those questions on the back of my card. And first thing they say is, I can't believe you put the question on the back of your card, you know, that, that everybody can use those questions. I'm like, go ahead. Yeah. Well, why go ahead? You know, because those are just the first five questions. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know the next five. Right. And, you know, it's funny because I'll have customers that are trained, if you will, on answering those questions. And they'll call me and say, okay, I need something new. And I go, okay, I've got some questions to ask. And they go, I know what your questions are. I'm going to answer them right now. 
And then they answer me, I go, okay, I just have a couple more questions. They start yelling at me. They're just trying to be all cool and, you know, like, you know more than me. And I was just like, no, I'm just asking questions. And it's hilarious because they'll just scream at me and I'll just sit there and wait for them to finish. And then they're like, okay, what are the questions? You know, and then I'll ask the questions like, God, what's the difference? And then you're just getting into semantics. And I'm like, marketing is semantics. Yes. You know, I mean, what are you kidding me? And so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And those questions, you know. I think that so many people that ask those questions, Summer, know the answer they're waiting for and they want to just pounce. They're like, okay, I got the question, the answer I wanted. Now I'm just going to go that. It's like, man, if you can, with all the energy that you have, avoid going into the pitch after you hear the question and just, you know, go deeper on this and understand because ultimately when the customer says to you or the client says to you, so what do we need to do? That's the big win right there, yep. you know? And by the way, even at that point, right? Yep. I had one guy, I saved him like $75,000 in our first call. And he kept saying, so what do you do with salmon? I go, I don't know. Let's ask some questions. He goes, why do you keep doing that? I'm like, it worked pretty good the first three times. Let's, yeah. let's do that. And so, you know, if you can, if you can resist, you know, going for the big close at, at any, you know, during this, this, this Q&A part, it's going to be really powerful and it's going to establish something a hell of a lot longer than the, the you know, the, the transaction you're dealing with. At right. That point. And you really need to, you need to understand. And the first way that you understand is when you come up with that answer yourself. So, um, yeah. and we know, we know this from, from Dan Sullivan as well with the questions that he asks, you know, what are right. you, what am I good at? Well, what are you good at? You know, <laughs> but People are afraid to even ask themselves because they don't want to see. Then, it, then it's almost like, oh no, no, I have to admit that there's a problem. But right. there's this feeling of when you recognize it, you look at it, you understand it. That that's like half the battle. Now it's like, right. oh, okay. Well, now I know what I'm dealing with here. So much better than going, yeah. okay, I don't know what this test result's going to be. I don't know this. The worst part is that anxiety and just turning your back and not facing it. Once you face it, it's like, okay, now we have direction. Now I can right. solve this. Well, and I think that you're, you're onto something too, that at some point when, and my grandfather was actually really one of the pioneers of what they call the five-star selling technique. And part of it, a lot of it's the questions and they used it in the national grocers association and everything. And, and, uh, when you can repeat that answer back, you know, like they answer the question then you can kind of frame it about really what they meant Mm -hmm. and you can help them understand what they meant better than they could. They look at you like you get me. And as human beings, as human beings, our greatest frustration on this planet is we don't feel understood. I thought that was just a woman thing. The what? I said I thought that was just a woman thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to know it's it's, all of us. (laughs) It's a human being thing. Yes. And and so it's it's just so important. And you know, uh, Wyatt Woodsmall says, you know, when you can articulate the needs, desires, challenges, fears, and aspirations of the other person, not better than they can to you, but better than they can to themselves you've passed the tipping point of becoming their trusted advisor. And all you have to do is have a conversation based on those attributes and you'll be their trusted advisor for life. And it was just, you know, such a powerful to me, such a powerful statement and really framed what I was like wanted to do, you know, and how I wanted to be. So it's been, been a good deal. So you're doing that. And and I think that's such a, an important marketing tool. And I talk about this a lot, um, on this show, 
but it all comes back to, like you said, feeling, feeling understood. People want to know that they belong to something. Yep. Um, and then they want to feel part of the solution that you're offering as well. It's, it's, like it's you know, it's, it's interesting. My wife, I've talked to you about this before. My wife's a, a private counselor, yes. a college prep counselor, and she's been an academic counselor at a all boys Catholic school in, in Anaheim called Servite high school for 26 years. Yeah. And a few years ago, she started a private practice and summer. I watch her with parents. I mean, that's such an anxiety provoking element, you know, yes. that these parents are wanting to make sure their kids are set up, you know, and, and there's always anxiety and kind of a, a contentiousness about this, you know, when, when stress is high and she gets on the phone with this, like a mother and a, and a daughter. And I watch her do her thing where she gets where they, where they are, mm-hmm. what they're looking at, what they don't see. And she helps them see it. And I'm just, she hangs up the phone and I'm looking at her and I'm such a marketing geek, but I'm just a huge fan of hers too, that I just go, do you have any idea what those two are saying right now? And she's like, what? And I go, thank God for Doreen. Yes. And we started doing this program where she didn't want to, she didn't want people to have to have a crap load of money to have a private college counselor. Yeah. And so she has this thing called the navigation session. Oh, I'm so glad we're talking about this. Yes. I wanted to. Okay. So she has. She has this thing for 297 bucks, right. and it is Crazy. like what she does. And people, it's hilarious. People just 297 bucks for something like what she's going to do for them. They can't, it's just go, yeah. right? And she says it's a 90-minute session, but I swear to God, she's never been home after a 90-minute session. It's <laughs> always, you know, way more than that. And, but she she literally, whether it's Skype, you know, or person in person, I watch her because she's on this very computer and I have her, you know, I get to watch what she does. And it is just a beautiful thing that she can help these people just by meeting them where they are, helping them understand it's okay. And then with this just enormous knowledge base that seems like it's just, it's just like this, this God given gift, which she spent so much time studying. But I mean, she's just always on it and she helps people understand what it is. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing to watch, you know? And so, you know, her, what she does with these kids and with these parents, I mean, she really helps them navigate those twists and turns and the scary roads, you know? And it's scary for both parties. I mean, as a parent, I think, oh my gosh, it's such a big concern. You know, what's, what's the future look like for, for my child? And I remember myself only paying thousands and thousands of dollars. I believe my parents paid to, <laughs> to meet just with yeah. the college advisor to help with my application process. And I remember feeling so nervous. Well, I'm not sure yet. And I, why do I have to pick a major now? And this, and you know, there's so many things that you're, oh, yeah. you're nervous about because you're also, you know, kind of going out into the world as an adult. <laughs> so there's so many things that you're, you're afraid of. And then of course I wasn't even thinking how my parents felt. And now that I'm a parent, I'm like, Oh, okay, I get it. But what what is she because this is so cool and I, I made note that I really wanted to talk about what she's doing. She helps them identify their options, which I don't feel like and I know that sounds pretty simple, but I don't think that a lot of at least back in my experience, I didn't feel like I had that somebody holding my hand or really like relating to me on that comforting level. What yeah. is she how it's, does she do this? The amount of resources she has 
And again, I'm such a geek. So we, Doreen and I will walk, um, when are in full swing, we'll walk like 20 or 30 miles a week yeah. together. And we just talk about this stuff. Yeah. And so she says what she does and then I reframe it. And she, sometimes okay. she gets pissed off at me cause she's like, I don't want to sound like that. I'm like, there's this thing. I said, the only F's that you ever want in the college prep process. And I said, the, the helping these people understand they're the best available option again, right, right. for them. And it's focus, fit, feel, financial and future. You know, what, how has your focus been in school? What are you studying right now? Are you doing, are you doing the APs, the honors courses? Are you just on a regular CP track? You know, what is it? How are your grades? How have you performed? Are you an athlete? You know, or, you know, what are those things that you're doing now? That's what is your focus now? Then we talk about fit, you know, fit has to do with the major. You know, and, and it's like, what do you want to major? Now, if you don't know, like you were just saying, mm-hmm. she's got assessments, these free assessments. She says, look, just go ahead and take a couple of these, send them over to me. And then let me help you. Like, let's let's now take this journey. Like, just take this this kind of test tour, yeah. you know, and just kind of get a, a nice, you know, an understanding. Feel, though, feel super important, right? How we feel. And so. One of the things is, it's like, hey, Summer, you know, this is you, you're looking at these different majors, but okay, we'll get to that in a second. What does your Saturday look like when you're in college? What do you want it to look like? Yeah. Do you want to be like game day and full on tailgate and everything, you know, Greek life and all, all these different things? I mean, does that excite you or does that scare the crap out of you? <laughs> you know, do you want something small? If you've been going to a small school and you want to stay at a small school, you don't want to go from a all girls Catholic school that's got 400 people in it to the University of Florida that's got 40,000 people. I mean, you're just like, holy crap. And then you don't want to, you know, there's there's certain kids that are like, oh, well, I have an opportunity to go to this school in upstate Massachusetts that's, you know, got like 1,700 students in it. It's like that fall when it starts to get cold Mm -hmm. and you don't know anybody and you're 3,000 miles away from home, that's a problem because focus, fit, feel financial. All of a sudden, the kid decides after the first semester that they don't like this. Yeah. Well, if it's their freshman year, you've just added a minimum of one year to their school track, to their college track. Yeah. So it's going to cost that money. And then lastly, it's the future. What is it you want to do with this major once you get it? I mean, what do you see yourself doing? You know, and again, assessments, nothing intimidating. Nobody, you know, it, it, you don't have to have that answer right now. And Doreen helps guide that. And, you know, so if in fact you want to be a, interior designer, you know, and you really like the mountains and you like a big Saturday, well, you know what? Colorado State University is a really, really awesome school for that, you know, and so why don't you now, as you're looking at where you want to go, why don't we go visit these schools and not just visit them, but take an official visit, you know, oh yeah, I went, did you have an official visit? So she helps them with this and I'm telling you in 90 minutes for 297 bucks, it's literally like a lot of families, that's all they ever need. Yeah. Oh, I But a lot of families go, what do we do next? You got to do this. Right. Her top program is literally like a surrogate program. She's a parent and the counselor. Oh. So she can, she, the parents that, that give her that it's twenty nine ninety seven for that, which is still something that people charge, you know, five right. and $10,000 for. Yeah. They just go do it, Doreen, and she'll do it. And she's just, she becomes these kids. It's so fun because all these kids, how do they communicate? Text, yep. right? She doesn't email any of these kids anything except maybe a, if they need an attachment or the parents want to see something or whatever. It's all text. Yeah. 
Yeah. We'll be driving after we walk around Balboa Island or at Newport Beach on a Friday night, and it's like 10.30 at night. Yeah. And I'm like, who are you texting? She's like, oh, I'm texting Ivan, or I'm texting, you know, Julia. or I'm, te- I'm like, what the hell? Well, if you, had a question, <laughs> you know, this Aww. kid's got a question. He got, like, he he's got, like, I don't know what the scores are, but I think the top score on the ACT is like a 35 or something like that. She goes, this kid got a 34 and wants to know if he should take it again, you know? And it's like, you know, and she's but like, see, those do are some you of the, There's also the, there's the pressure, you know, there's the parents with the, there's the competitiveness, you know, like, well, you should just know it all, you know, about what, you know, the path yeah. of your, of your children, where they're going and you should just know the right school and, and kids feel the same way too. So to be able to have that, you know, confidant that you can, just kind of unleash your fears and say, you know, I'm not sure yeah. about this, or I've always really wanted to do this, but I think people think I'm weird if I want to be a philosophy major, whatever it is, you know, um, right. it's so cool to have that. And just you saying that they can text her at 1030 at night. It's like, wow, they, they've really got to feel so safe and trust her so much. Yes. So where, yeah, cause I know there's a lot of our listeners are our parents. And, um, I know that yeah. this is a concern I'm so glad we talked about this. Where can they find um, Doreen's information? And we'll put a link well, to to her as well. But totally. So the, the navigation session, the thing that we're talking about right now, is College Prep Roadmap. www.collegepreproadmap.com forward slash navigation. Okay. Collegepreproadmap.com is her website, but you know, like the cobbler who has no shoes. Yes. I'm still building all that stuff. And so I'm working with my technical body man this weekend. So hopefully, you know, we'll have everything set by the time this airs and we've got all of that information. But, but the thing that people want at this point, it's, it's very different. You know, you've got like, okay, you, you want the free report and then we build the relationship. You do all this thing. There's this long funnel bull crap. Parents want to have the thing. They want to have it now. Yep. And so if you go to, collegepreproadmap.com forward slash navigation it literally tells you what this system is this program is and they can sign up or they can you know they can reach out to her they can call you know uh, it's doreen at collegepreproadmap.com and they can reach out to her or you can reach out to me you know at at my day job email which is jmore at internationalpacific.com okay you know, and I've had a lot of people, they'll hear, hear me on a, on a different podcast and I'm talking about Doreen. They're like, we want, you know, JJ Virgin, I want your wife. And I'm like, Ooh, cool. Can yeah. I watch her? She's like, for counseling, you idiot, you know? Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and so she worked with Bryce and a oh, brilliant awesome. kid. Yeah. And, uh, you what know, and so yeah, she's worked with a lot of folks from obviously this entrepreneurial space because, you know, the one thing that we know about entrepreneurs that, that are on, that are operating at a high level is they delegate like it's sport. <laughs> it's so like, true. hey, can we have lunch next week? I don't know. I'll have my assistant reach out. Yes, to exactly. Lunch, you know? Oh, for God's sake. Just look at your freaking calendar. You know? <laughs> but it's just, it's it's like that. And so she's she's really connected a lot with that. Um, Lisa Sasevich has helped coach her on, on her stuff and what she does. And, and she's really, you know, kind of through osmosis because you never see her. Yeah. And she doesn't ever want to be seen, right? She's not into that world. She's just like, hey, I'm here. But I mean, kids like, I don't know if you've heard of a guy by the name of Vince Reed. Yes, um, actually. You know, he's a super brilliant dude, right? And and he tells a story because he's multi six figures a month traffic and leads guy. And right. Lives right up the street here. Oh, okay. And he came into boardroom and he's like, you know, hey, you know, Vince Reed, this is years and years ago. And I go, Vince Reed, I go, 
I go, my wife was your counselor. And he goes, who's your wife? I go, Doreen Moore. He goes, dude, I wouldn't have gone to college if it wasn't for her. And he starts telling the story. And he still tells it to this day. He's like, she came, he came in, he was a great football player, but just didn't pay attention to school. And it was his junior year. And she goes, you're, she goes, you need to understand something. The two scariest words in a college athlete's career, college coach's career is academically ineligible. She goes, and right now you don't, they don't trust you. And she goes, I'm going to help you. She goes, but you're going to have to act like you're going to Ivy league. She goes, I'll deal with the teachers. I'll work through all this stuff. We'll do this stuff. But she goes, you need to come see me every single week. We're going to work together. We're going to do this. And this was during, you know, just a survey. She didn't have a practice. It was back in the late nineties. And Vince ended up getting a full ride scholarship to the university of Colorado. And he said, I will never have done that. If, you know, I never would have gone there if it wasn't for her. And it, to this day, he comes down. He's like, okay, let's set up your funnel. Let's do this. Let me, you know, let me help you, you know, create this stuff. And he charges $15,000 a day. He would never charge us a right. penny. He's just so grateful for what she's meant to him. And obviously I've been a, a good mentor over the years too, but man, he just can't say enough about her. So it's her impact to me is one of the most inspiring things I've I've ever seen in my life. And and there again, you know, the thing that you both practice is the relationships and really valuing those relationships because it does it does come back. And sometimes it is so many years later. You know, it's right. it's amazing. But it's um it's unfortunate and even though it seems pretty obvious to us and the people that are, you know, in our circle that you nurture these relationships and that it's, it's extremely important. There are still businesses operating though on kind of that one off, you know, well, I don't really care. You know, (laughs) it's, it's just, it's just a transaction. It's so unfortunate and it seems so confusing to them when their businesses don't thrive. And after so many years they die out, they have to sell or close or or whatever it is. And to me, it's like, well, did you really care? <laughs> you know, and did you believe in the value that you're providing? Absolutely. Which obviously you do. Obviously Doreen does. And I think it's just, I talk about this all the time. It's just so critical. And still there's people out there that are just trying to see, you know, how much can I make for, you know, just this little, you know, oh, I can do yeah. this for so cheap and then I can sell it for this much. It's like they're just always thinking about transactional. Know, yeah. Transactional. And it's it's so it's so unfortunate. It's like you can just see the trajectory of exactly where they're gonna go and they're gonna keep repeating that until they get it. <laughs> yep. And they're gonna say, you know what, they might make some money out of the shoot and they're not gonna listen to anything any one of us has to say. But all of a sudden a year from now it shuts off and inertia when it stops. Yep. It doesn't just go, oh, okay, we're we're working its way back up. They're just trying to do more of what they were doing and it stopped working. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's this tragic story and you know, the world is, you know, the roads to success are littered with guys like that. Oh yeah. So, so what else are, what else are you really excited about that, that you're doing that anybody who's listening, who's just like, well, I want to meet Jeff or I just want to be involved in what he's doing, you know? Uh, Well, the thing that, that probably is more universal is the mastermind. Uh, yeah. Thursday night boardroom is what we do. It's totally free. A lot of people, Alex Sharfin came in, he goes, it's like AA for entrepreneurs. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, maybe, you know, yeah. it's just a place that people can go and feel like you use the word safe. Yeah. To me, I think the essence of any relationship, right, whether it's with our spouse, our friends, our colleagues, anybody, 
is safety in your vulnerability. Mm. I mean, that's that's the greatest thing for the most enduring relationships in the world. To be able to be vulnerable with somebody and feel safe at the same time, yeah. there's just not a better feeling of just security than, yes. than that. And that's what the boardroom is all about. Thursday night boardroom, you know, we're on Facebook, but the real nitty gritty happens when we meet in, we've got one session, we meet uh, one time a month, last week of the month, uh, or last Thursday of the month, commonly, in Brea, California. But then they also have a session with Chris Spaulding in New Jersey, who's a brilliant guy, and he started it in Somerset, New Jersey. And so we have the boardroom, you know, by coastal and people have been asking, you know, I want to start a boardroom, I want to start a boardroom. It's like, well, if you haven't been to one, you don't know what it is, yeah. and so you can't do it. So you have to be part of it to, to be able to, to want to have one. But that is the thing. When, when somebody comes into the boardroom, you know, they have to introduce themselves in a certain way. Mm-hmm. It used to be through a series of questions, but that became pretty long. And the questions were, who are you? What do you do? Who is your customer? Okay. How does your customer talk about you when you're not in the room? Mm. And then what do you do that makes you the best in the world in the eyes of your customer? And people like those throw people off big time. When you say best in the world, they're like, oh, freaked out. (laughs) There's actually a single answer to that. And the single answer is when you you are relating with your customer, it is I am you and I know where you're going and I know the way. I know the shortcuts. I know the obstacles you're facing. I even know what you're saying to yourself as you're on this journey. And I've been there before. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know something. You're already there. You just don't know it yet. And so that's where you get that deep understanding with somebody. You understand them better than they understand themselves. You know where they're going. And that's what makes you the best in the world. Yeah. We've changed that a little bit now, even though those are great questions and we still challenge people with that is you introduce yourself with, I, my name is Summer with the Draw Shop, and we provide blank service to this type of customer so they can have this kind of benefit without this type of hassle. Right. And then for extra credit is commonly our, cust- our clients achieve blank result in blank period of time without, again, those yeah. hassles or, right. or high costs. And so that makes it like this perfect kind of introduction. It's such a great you know, exercise for anybody to do. Just to be yeah. really clear in their pitch, I, I, you know, you sometimes run into people that are, oh, what do you do? Well, it's a little bit complicated. Do a little bit yeah, of marketing. Do a little be. bit of that, uh-huh. and it's like, oh. And what you said, I mean, the way to answer it is to first think about, I am you, that, which is so true. You know, who are you? If you if you are providing value, the best person you're going to provide value to is the person that understands. You know, who when you can understand where they're at, and most people that really thrive and are really successful are in the reason they're so effective is because they've learned from that path, they've learned from the pain, and now they've you know produced something that solves that pain. Right, right, and it and it's that I am you thing is so powerful, and it's funny. Uh, John Lee Dumas, who you know from Entrepreneur on Fire, yeah, uh, I'm sitting down. I'd, I'd met him. And I was down there before Christmas one year, and this is when he wasn't even in his cool, you know, uh, place overlooking the the back bay, uh, sail bay, and, and mission bay. It was this little teeny tiny apartment <laughs> that he and Kate were in. And I was down there shooting the shit, and we started talking about the I am you thing, and yeah. he was just like. I got goosebumps, you know, John's so, you yeah, know, yeah. Over, you know, emotional. He's just, I've got goosebumps. This is so awesome. I, that should be a book. Like, I, I mean, the, I am you. That would be just a great marketing yeah. book. 
Right. Well, actually, it's part of a, a, a process that we practice in the boardroom. And by the way, if you wanted to learn more about the boardroom, it's 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 a real hard domain. www.thursdaynightboardroom.com. <laughs> so you can go in well, there, and we'll have a link to that up. too. So you, do you you, you request to join, and then somebody accepts you yeah. into the group? Okay. Are there any yeah. qualifications to join? Are there? I'm sure you, you moderate gotta, it, but you know, it, I I look at it, I screen it. Uh, there's questions they have to answer. That's all. That's really the only qualification. Once they're in, if they're somebody that just, uh, proves to be somebody that's not a good fit for right. us or tries to just blast us with stuff, we get rid of them pretty quickly. It's okay. it's still an exclusive thing. It's it. I mean, shit. The four original guys or the ten semi-original guys. Would love it if it was just the ten, right? You know, like right. they're just like this is ours, and yeah. you know, I was like, okay, whatever. But it really does. There's some fantastic people, you know. Obviously, Brett Campbell, who just wrote the book right now, and yeah. I wrote the forward to that book, was fantastic. But nice. in the boardroom, you know, it's it's a place that you go, and we're not going to allow you to just skirt over the difficult questions. Mm-hmm. And you've got a you've got a room of people that are going to be very candid with you. Yeah. But you're going to feel safe, and they're not going to judge. Usually, all advice is given in the form of a question, yeah. so it's it's really cool. I mean, sometimes we get away from that, but the biggest award I get or reward I get from the boardroom is when somebody calls me on a Friday and says, "I didn't sleep all last night," you know? <laughs> and it happens a lot. And yeah. so, you know, that's really the the best way to kind of connect with me is join the boardroom, and then you'll be coming. I'll add you to our Facebook group. And then we start connecting and the people that are in that group are extraordinary. Um, there's really not a question that you, that can't be answered. Right. And again, it's totally free and everybody's like, you should charge for it. And it's like, that's not what I charge for. Now, if somebody says, Hey, I want you to be my secret weapon. Then I charge for that. And right. We go and we, we do it for 90 days. We see, Hey, where are we going? And if I feel like this is something where I'm pulling teeth or it's obligatory to mm-hmm. either one of us, we stop. It's nothing that I want to continue. Okay. Uh, it's just I only have so much energy in the day. But what we practice in the boardroom, what I practice with my secret weapon is a thing called value. But it's V-A-L-Y-O-U. Yes. And it's literally a language that represents the most – that is literally the language that's been used for centuries for all time, I would bet, that represent the most powerful, profitable, and enduring relationships in the world. And it's about recognizing that we don't produce any value. It's only determined by our client or our customer. Yeah, we produce true. quality. What, what we do is per quality and performance. Only when they determine it as a value are we able to say that we produce something that has value. Yes. Right? And so value, V-A-L-Y-O-U, is this language and this discussion that we've been talking about this whole time that helps frame a person and frame what they do better than they can see for themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's just hilarious to be in some a client's office and he's got some superstar in there and he's like, what do you do? And I go, well, I take this guy's stuff and I help him understand where it's going to be beneficial in other industries. <laughs> and well, you know, the guy I'm talking to is going, oh shit, <laughs> give me your card, right? You know, yeah. it's like, you know, like, wait, I've exhausted my, my client base now. Let me, you know, let me go into a different industry. Yeah. And so repurposing what they do and helping them understand that. But that's what the private stuff that I do. But Thursday Night Boardroom is, to me, you know, people talk about, we talked about earlier, what can you do for the rest of your life for free? Yeah. That's what I do. And I will do that for the rest of my life for free. So that's, that's what I'm doing. 
I love it. So much good stuff. And we're going to have links to all of this on the blog post and um, on the podcast show notes. Uh, you've been amazing. I'm so glad we got to talk about Doreen as well. And I was hoping that we'd have enough time for both. And I apologize for that little technical issue in the middle of this, but we, we somehow managed to get back to our, our point, <laughs> which was great. Yes, we did. And I always love talking to you, Jeff. And I'm so looking forward to seeing you again soon, whether it's at Strategic Coach, whether it's at Genius, Genius where, wherever, wherever it is. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and see you. Cool. And thank you so much yes, for all of this. Do me a favor, say hey to Eric for me. I will. I absolutely Great will. Time. I'll give him a big, huge spooning hug for you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Summer. That's the way Thanks. he'll want it. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Thank you for listening to today's Get Genius. You can learn more about The Draw Shop at www.thedrawshop.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Your home for kick-butt custom whiteboard marketing videos. Your ideas come to life. Thanks for listening. Please share, comment, and make any suggestions for future genius guests.